Okay, so Amarav, we're at the very last two words of Daf Pei Beis Amin Beis. Amarav, Rav says, last son of the Masnisen, So this Mishnah, we're going to have to retract the Mishnah or dis- disregard the Mishnah because the Brisa disagrees with the Mishnah. Okay? Which is very highly unusual. We never, normally we always give greater authority to a Mishnah over the Brisa. But Rav is saying that uh, the Mishnah is incorrect because of what's stated in the Brisa. What does the Brisa say? Again, the Mishnah is considering an androgynous person basically a man. Halakhically a yeah, man. could marry a woman. He can, not only can he marry a woman, he feeds her truma, there's yeah. chiv skill on him, so he's definitely a man. The question is, does, you know, uh, there, is there you know, what level of suffolk is there? Not so much of a suffolk, or a little bit of a doubt, but really we're treating him completely like a man. So that's what we're saying that the Brisa says not like that. Okay, last uh, Lemasisa may come a Brisa because of what's stated in this Brisa. The time the Brisa says, Rabbi Yosi Omer, Rabbi Yosi says, Androgynous, Beria Bifne Asmo. It's his own species. There's male, there's female, and then there's androgynous, non-binary. No, it's not non-binary. I don't know. Male, female, and other, other. Okay, um, uh, none of the above. It's a old. It's its own species. And the, and the Chachamim could not determine im zachar im nekeva. So that's very saying that's a straight up suffix. It's not a definite. According to that, would you give skila to a, to him? No, you okay. yeah. It's a suffix. You can't give skila. Adaraba. So the Gemara says, well, why would you do that? Adaraba. Do the opposite. Less the brisa. Stick to the Mishnah and ignore the brisa. So the Gemara says, no, the brisa seems to have come later than the Mishnah. Why be the Shafka Rabyosi Lubarzuka? The fact that Rabyosi dropped his partner. In our Mishnah, we had Rabyosi with Rab Shimon saying that, this opinion, okay? That he, that he has a din like a man. Um but Rabyosi here is talking alone. It sounds like well, why did he if it was like two versions, then I would say, You're right, version A of the Mishnah is most likely correct, and version B, which switches it to a different position, is probably incorrect. But here it's clearly it's only Rabyosi, so it's it's not. It's not really arguing on the Mishnah. It must be a later, later, <coughs> later version, and that's you know the last opinion of Rabbi Yossi's stance. So that's the idea. Shmamina, okay. Shmamina Hadarbei. So you see that Rabbi Yossi must have retracted. It took back his opinion, and that's the way Rav holds. Now Shmuel Amar, wrong. The other way around. We reject the Brisa because of the Mishnah. Ad Rav, why, why, why? Why say it that way? Less of the Masnisim become Brisa. Why not go with the Brisa like we, like we sort of explained according to Rav? The reason why is because Shmuel generally is worried about even uh, 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 one, one person's opinion. If there's any person who has a, a Deya, he'll be Choshish to that opinion. Okay? So, and so, so, um, so that's why we're saying. Even though generally we normally assume the Mishnah is more authoritative than a Brisa, but if there's a Das Yachid, we should be choshed to the Das Yachid. So to here, we should be choshed to the Das Yachid that it is a real, genuine suffix. So the answer is, you're right. That's if you don't have to drop a Mishnah. But if, you have, if you're basically counter, arguing on the Mishnah, so then, that's not even an opinion that I need to give any credibility to. Even Shmuel, who generally is worried about one individual, he's not going to be choshesh because the price is obviously incorrect because our Mishnah is authoritative versus the price. Okay. Now, 
Amri Bey Rav, there's the, the, the house of Rav, which we have a tradition refers to Rav Huna. It says, Mishmei Rav, in the name of Rav, Halacha Kerabiosi Bandrogenes Ovar Kava. The Halacha follows Rabbi with regards to Androgenes and with regards to Arkava. Okay, we'll define everything. Now, Rashi points out the Androgenes din that we mean is Rabbi of our Mishnah, not Rabbi of the Brisa. Even though our first version of Rav said, we start off, Rav says that the Brisa is correct, not the Mishnah, but the Amri Bey Rav is their own take. That's Rafuna. He's basically saying that androgynous of our Mishnah is the halacha, that we treat an androgynous person as a male. Okay? And also with regards to grafting. Okay, we're going to get to the grafting halacha. Then, Ushmol Amar, the halacha follows Rabbi Yossi, Bikoshi Ubikidish, with Koshi and Kiddush. We'll define all these cases in a minute. Okay? One step at a time. So, first of all, androgynous, Adamran, that's the case. Uh, Rabbi Yossi and our Mishnah said that. An androgynous person is um, is Cohen. Uh, the androgynous Cohen that marries it by Sorel feeds her truma. So at least, you know that to that degree. Okay, so he's a, he's a male in that sense. Okay, Harkava. What's the din of Harkava that we also follow Rabbi Yosef's opinion? It's on the Mishnah says Einotin ve'mavrichin ve'markivin erev shviyas pachos mishloshim yom lefnei Rosh Hashanah. Within 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, you're not allowed to plant a sapling. You're not allowed to attach um, um, a grafting. There's two types of grafting. There's mavrichin, where you, you know, one of them is where you take a, a young, a tree, and you stick it back in the ground, and it re, I don't know, it re-pomulgates or whatever. You grows a new tree next to the old tree. Markivin um, is where you're grafting, attached to a, putting a branch of one thing onto another. Erev Shvi'as Pachos Mi Shloshim Yom Lifnei Roshana Less than 30 days before Roshana Vim Nata But if you did Plant Vihivrech Vihirkiv If you did so Yaakar So anytime it's within 30 days It takes 30 days Till it takes And therefore It's like you're planting On the Shemit year Which you're not allowed to do Okay Rabbi Yudha Omer Kalar Kovash Inu Kolates B'Shlosh Yomim Shuvenu Kolates Rabbi Yudha says That no it, it, it takes 3 days to take if it doesn't, if it's not going to take within three days, it's not taking altogether. So basically, it's really three days according to Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, there's Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon together, it's two weeks. So it's not a month, it's two weeks. Now, we clarify the Machlokas from Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Ravula, Divri Omer Shloshim, Tzarek Shloshim, Shloshim. The Divri Omer Shlosha, Tzarek Shloshim, Shloshim. And the Divri Omer Shtesha Basos, Tzarek Shtesha Basos, Shloshim. What's going on over here? Basically, the, there's a halacha that the Shemitah year doesn't actually start on Rosh Hashanah. It does, but the Isra of planting in the Shemitah year starts a month before. And that's what we learned, Bechorosh of Katsar Tishpos, that the, the month leading into Shemitah year and the, le- and the month after the Shemitah year is like an extension of the Shemitah. So you're not allowed to harvest. Anyway, so that's the idea. So, so it's really right, exactly. So that's why you've got to back up. If you say it takes X amount, 30 days till it takes, so you're going to need to be 60 days, you have to start your planting before you can plant any of these things. Uh, according to the opinion of three days, it's 33 days. According to the opinion of two weeks, it's 45, it's uh, whatever, two weeks plus a month. Okay. Um, 44 days. Ushmol Amar, Bekoshi, Ovekidosh, 
What are these cases? The Mishnah teaches us how much is the uh, uh, how long of talk about a woman who has pain of childbirth. Um, she didn't give birth yet, but she's feeling pains. Okay, and um, and 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 she's seeing blood, um, which would normally give her a status of a zava. Okay, because uh, it was three days in a row. So how long can we blame it on the baby and say that's not real ziva because it has to do with the baby and it, it doesn't give her a din of what we call a yoledes bizov that she gave birth with a toma ziva attached to it, which is more complicated. So, so how much pain of childbirth is considered related to the baby? So could be as much as 40 or 50 days. Okay? And Again, Rashi explains that it has to be right before... The pain can't abate for a period of time closer to the birth. It's got to be ongoing up until the birth, even if it's 40, 50 days. She sees blood during this time. It doesn't give her a din of a zava or anything. It's attributed to the baby if she sees dam that time, and that's it. Okay. Uh, baby's under stress or whatnot. Okay, but it could be as long as 40 or 50 days. Rabbi the Omer, a month is plenty. Okay, we don't, and not only a month, it's very interesting. Rabbi Yudah's opinion is that it's only uh, the month that the baby's born in. Amazing idea. And let's say the baby's born on, let's say, the fifth of the month, so then up to the first of the month, because it goes by the halachic month. That he says that that what causes the, the baby's time to come out is you know it's, it's like the mazel is on that month, and therefore beginning with that month the pain of childbirth is connected to the baby. Um, if it's in the previous month, it's not connected to this baby. Has no connection. That's very interesting. So it could be as long as a month. Um, if it's at the end, baby's born at the end of the month, or it could be as short as a couple of days. But uh, only that, only within the same month that the baby's born would we consider the pain related to the baby, okay? In the sense that we will disregard um, any blood that she sees, she won't be considered a, a zava. That's Shitas Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yosem again, they say, the max is two weeks, but it's always two weeks. You don't have, it doesn't matter. They're not looking at the date either, just two weeks, period. So that's the halacha. Again, the halacha follows Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shimon. Okay. Next, Kiddush. What's the story with Kiddush? What does that mean? Which halacha? So, very interesting halacha. The Tran, we learn the Mishnah, Masachah, Gafna, Al Gabitwasa. Somebody, Al Gabitwasa Shalchabero. Somebody did a big no no. He decided to grow his grapevine and put it right over next to his friend's um, Tvua. Now, as we know, if they start growing together, that's real climb. That's a Torah level climb. We're going to have to just basically. Um, destroy everything. So, Hareza Kiddush, too bad. Um, and he ruined the guy's field. Okay? Even though, you know, it's not my tvua, but I grow next, my, my vines next to his tvua, it ruins his tvua and it's got to be destroyed. But I'm, I'm guilty for it. I have to pay for the loss. Okay? They disagree. They say, doesn't work. You cannot prohibit something that's not yours. And what was the case again? How did the vine grow into this fellow's? I planted my vine next to his 
his grain. On the border. On the border. Yeah. But I put it too close. I put it really close. I against the, you know he didn't. I didn't ask permission. I just put it right there. I put it right next to it. They don't have a fence. It, they, I guess they didn't have a fence. So it has to grow into the grain. They grow if they're too close proximity. They'll grow into each other. They ruin it. They ruin the grain. So they say. So right. So they have to. So Rameir's opinion is you just it ruins it, but you pay for the loss. According to according to Rabbi Yosi no, I cannot. I can No matter what, I can't. I don't have a right, I don't have a power to ruin somebody else's grain. He has regular grown grain. The fact that I'm trying to destroy it with, by putting my vines on it, intentional or not, I don't, um, that's, uh, that's, uh, has no effect. In that case, do they just excise that portion that's been impregnated with the, the vine, or do they the whole field? No, no, it, co- it goes to the area that's in the vicinity. Yeah. You know, the, it the goes back to the regular the laws of Hilchus Kalayim. So they remove that part of the grain. They were right, and, and they destroy they, that, they right. That, but the rest is okay. Yeah, but the point being, it's harming somebody so, else's property. So That's the machlokas, whether it, it even can harm other people's property. That's the discussion. Okay. So, the question is this. We, we, um, we saw that Rav says what that we... Mean, pop- it could harm, meaning it might not be claim at all? No, according, claim, no? according to Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Shimon, it's nothing. I have no power to make your things prohibited. So it's only if it's mine, so and I plant one next mine? to the other, then it's climb. But this, this like it's nothing. No, it's not nothing. They have to pull theirs out, but there's no. What do they have to pull out the wine? They're vine. They have no right to plant their vine next to my thing. I does, that's what I would assume. But there's no. Maybe it's not. If they remove the vine from the grain. They can save the grain in the, in the man's field? No According to them, it doesn't affect it. They have no power to ruin my stuff. Maybe their stuff gets ruined, but not mine. Both of them would normally be ruined. That grain would be Is that because it's, he's, they're looking at it, the intention was, I never had an intention to hurt, hurt his field. It, they're not blaming it, it on the intention. It's the just the power. It's, it has to do with the fact that like you don't have the power to answer what's not his. Okay. And how long does it have to be there? Yeah, no, Tosa said, what? Put it there. No, no, there's, there's, there's a th- it takes three days till it starts growing uh-huh. to each other, or something like that, you know. Anyway, but um, the, the, that's, the, that's the idea, anyway. So, um, this is a machlokas, right? It's a machlokas, right. So it's very interesting. Okay, so now, back to our story. So remember, there were, there were two dinim that Rav said we Pascal and Kravyosi. And two dinim that Shmuel said that we pass on Kravyosi, but they were all, both different. They're, now the question is, what does each one say regarding the other one? Okay, so Boilu, Androgynes, Mali Amr Shmuel. What does Shmuel say about Androgynes? What's the halacha? So Tashma Kamenir proved Amr Shmuel the Rav Anan. Shmuel told the Rav Anan, Leisel the Brisa Mekamenusis, and you have to retract the Brisa because of the Mishnah. So we know what his opinion is. His Mishnah, the opinion is like Kravyosi in the Mishnah. That we treat androgynous like a male in the sense that a androgynous going can feed truma, truma. To, to, to his wife. Okay, it's considered a wife. Okay. Um, now, Shmuel, what did Shmuel say about Harkava? Again, okay, what would he pass on that? So, Tashma Kamri Brufta, Amar Le Shmuel, the Rav Anan, Tini, Kemand Amar Shlosh Vishloshim. So, we know how he holds. He holds that we should learn like the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Again, as Rav Nachman explained, which is that you always have to wait. Th- you, have, you need 30 days, because 30 days, but it's 3 in 30, so 33 days. 
And Koshi, Mali Amarab, what would Rav say about Koshi, about this, which, which opinion? Shmuel holds like Rabbi Yossi that it's two weeks. What does Rav hold? Teku. We don't know what Rav holds. We remain with the question. Kiddush, Mali Amarab, what about Kiddush? What would Rav say? Amarav Yosef, Tashmah, for that we have a proof. Tam Rav Huna, Amarav. Rav Huna said the name of Rav. Ain Alok Rav Yossi. Talacha is not like Rav Yossi in the din of uh, Kiddush. Meaning, yes, a person has the power to ask for something that's not his. Basically, it goes with Rameer. Now, Amar Leia, Pai, Emei Chazadis, Hamcha, Ha, Smocha, Ha. Tam Rav Adamarav, Halacha, Rav Yossi. You chose Rav Huna's opinion in Rav. Maybe Rav Adam said the name of Rav that Talacha is like Rav Yossi, that the Ain Adam also, Dabash Ain Shalom. So, Amri Be Rav. Manu, who is the Amri Be Rav? Ravuna. That's Ravuna. Ravuna is Amri Be Rav. I mentioned that yesterday. He's the primary, one of the, basically the primary Talmud of Rav. So he's the one who actually is the one who said this whole thing in the first place. Ravuna, Amar, Ein Alacha. Ravuna says, Alacha is not like Rav Yossi. So that's, that's the author, more authoritative. And that's the bottom line. That's the story. Okay, which brings us to the next discussion. If you remember in the Mishnah, we talked about an Tumtum. Rabbi Yudha said in the Mishnah that a tumtum, again, that's a person who has the body parts that would indicate the gender, is completely covered over by a layer of skin. You can't tell what gender this person is. Okay. So according to Rabbi Yudha, even if you tear it open and find out that he's a male, he halakhically has a din of sris because he's not capable of procreating. So Amr Avami, my avidle Rabbi Yudha, the tumtum tibiri. What would Rabbi Yudah say about this tumtum that happened? It was a real case in Biri. So there you go, there was a case. They apparently tore it open. Okay. So they basically, they did a, a surgery. And he had seven sons. <laughs> That's what he has. Yeah. Well, look at the answer. Rabbi Yudah, Amrlei, Chazar Abonav, Exactly, nice neighbors. Don't, don't look into it who the real dad is, because it's not possible that it should be from him. The process of the surgery will automatically render him um, uh, un- 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 sterile, incapable of, of having a child. So the kids are ah, yeah, seven All those kids are mom's here. Exactly. So, there you go. So, don't ask. Okay. All right, Tanya... Rabbi Yossi reviewed the Omer Tumtum lo yachlotz. Tumtum can't do chalitza. While he's a Tumtum. Why? Shemi Yikra. Because maybe uh, they'll do, uh, they'll tear him open, and then he's a Sris. A Sris Kama. Okay, he's unf- unfit to have children. So the Gemara says, uh, why? Was it Sris Kama who was born, no? Who's born that way. But he's only if they tear him open, it's going to be a steroid, no? He's a Sris Adam at this point, because that's the surgery renders him a Sris. No, but this chama is only when he is No, but I'm saying, no, right, right now... He was a suffolk. Last night is a suffolk. Because he could be a nekavah. Right, but, but, so right, so right now it's a suffolk. Right, one second. Let's, let's hear this out. Um, so, 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 Sris doesn't do chalitza. So the Gemara says, hold on. Atu, called him a kare zachar. Who says he's a male? You could tear it open and it'll be a female. Called him a kare zachar. Zachar, come Shema Yikra Keva. Maybe you'll tear it open and it'll be a female. And obviously a chalitza from a female brother. It's not a brother, it's a female. It's a sister. He, the sister can't do chalitza. 
what the what's the story about Philip Zakhar, even if he is turned out to be Zakhar Samir to Srishama, maybe he'll be Srishama. And do you understand? The point being is this. We it's unknown. If it's a Sris here's the story. What we're talking about before surgery. Right. So so let's let him do the Khalitza. Because right now he's not a Sris. So yeah. he's, no, if he's a male, he's not right. Point being, though, what we worried about is, is that maybe he'll tear him open. And it turns out that not Female. only was he, is, he didn't only become a Swiss Bidei Adam, he was a Swiss born that way. No, either oh. he was a female, but maybe, maybe he was the born as a Swiss Chama. Right. And then at, a Swiss is not capable of doing Chalitza. So therefore, it's not going to work. We don't let him do Chalitza. Uh-huh. Okay? So that's, the, that's what we're explaining. Shemi Yikrav and Nimsen Maybe, first of all, it's female. Even if it is male, and then it's also not going to be a good even before you did the surgery. You're right, after the surgery, he's a Swiss. But that's, I didn't do that yet. Okay? So I didn't tear it open. Now, my binai, what's the difference between these two pshatim? Amrava lifts up the makamachim. Will his act of chalitza passel in place of brothers? Or to do chalitza when there is no other brothers. Meaning, which, mm-hmm. that would be a practical difference between these two positions. Because if, um, if there's healthy brothers with them, and the, this tumtum did chalitza, according to Rabbi Yudah, who says that he's a sris, um, so that means he's a sris for sure. He's right now, it's right, right? And uh, it, it has no effect at all. And uh, even a brother could do yibam, but according to Rabbi Yossi, who's based on doubt, is like I don't know what. He... How could you hear say that he's a sris? He could be a female. No, Rabbi Yud is saying either way. Either way, either, either he's a sris. He's, he's definitely not shaykh to the mitzvah of, of chalitza. Why? If he's not a sris chamo and he's not a female, so that's what I'm saying. Rabbi Yud holds there's no such thing. They're all sris. They're all a sris. Period. Oh, it doesn't matter if it, it doesn't is. matter. It's not because of the, oh, the surgery. Isn't, doesn't do anything. Does it's not because of the surgery. So that's oh, the difference between okay. Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yudha uh-huh. says it's all on a shema. Mm. It's maybe sounds like that. It's not not a hundred percent. So therefore, according to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yudha, it comes out that basically you would say when there's nothing to lose or lechumra, we're going to be choshesh for his chalitza because could be that he's fine at the time. Right, exactly. And you know, if there's no other brother and he's the only brother, so best to be good. Whatever. Yeah. So let him do it and, and he'll free her to marry. Yeah. Just in case. Okay. Um, that's a practical difference. Now, Amrav Shmuel bar Yudah, Amrav Abba, Achva to Rav Yudah bar Zabdi. So, Rav Shmuel bar Abba, Rav Shmuel bar Yudah, said the name of Rav Abba, the brother of Rav Yudah bar Zabdi, Amr Rav Yudah, Amrav, said the name of Rav Yudah, the name of Rav, like we started off with in the you know, basically the Chazara, we talked about in the Chazara that as a male, regardless how the relations were. Now, Mace, we have a kash on that. Like a Zachar. Sounds like only like a Zachar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and only like another male would be Chayev, not any different way. Sounds like in his feminine parts, it, w- it would not be a chiv. That's, the, that's what it sounds like. So, there's another Tana. That's the other Tana. Rabbi Simoy's 
my time with the So now this fascinating insight, you know, like who thought that the Pasuk is actually talking about such a case, okay? So the Pasuk says like this, my time with the Amarava Baramduri Azbarali. Baramduri explained it in the text. Look at the words. It talks about homosexuality in the Pasuk, and it says, Mishkeve Isha. To the Zachar, you should not lie, the lyings, plural, of women. Where is there a man that has multiple ways of Mishkav? Only one man, androgynous, the only person. Have you all married the androgynous? It's talking about androgynous, and it's saying Mishkav, a plural, ways to lie with, with him, which means that there's two ways to have relations. So uh, that's what it's saying, and you're saying you're high for that. So there you go. Okay. For Abanan, what did Abanan say? Even though he has two ways, but as Zachar. It says to a male, meaning only Chayev if you have relations like as, as, you, as you would to a male. Okay. For Abanan, Zachar greater mean So the question is, according to Abanan, what's the halacha of just Zachar? Um, <clears throat> meaning, according to Rabbi Simai, the Zachar is referring to all males, and Mishkave is even the, the second Mishkav of an Androkinus. So how do you know that uh, the, that uh, Zachar is, um, how do you know what the Chiv is for a regular Zachar? So the Gemara says, Me'isha. Um, so actually they fix it up. Ve'es Isha. Okay. Um, so that's a, uh, there's a you also you're also high for zakhar shalokadaka regular homosexuality. It's not only talking about androgynous. Okay, so we have an extra pasuk for the androgynous person for the regular person. Okay, now biisha shalokadaka minalu. How do you know that you're chayev if you have relations with a woman, also in the non-normal way? Again, it's another ve'es isha, another pasuk. Okay. Now, Amr of Shizbi, Amr of Chizda, Lov Lechol, Amr of Eliezer, Androgynous Zohar, Ma'al Yehu. does not agree that Androgynous is, for all things, all intents and purposes, considered a male. Why? Shemat Oberkin, because if that was true, in Mekdashin, Yiktash. Um, you should be able to, um, you should, by Hekdash, you should be able to be considered uh, capable to bring a carbon. Um... Now, how do you know that that's not the case? I think they're talking about a androgynous animal. Yeah. Why is it not Habedin Hagdish? Kodesh. The Hanirva, we'll get to it. Right, we're talking about Karbanos here. And it's saying Hanirva, an animal that was sodomized. Mukta, one was set aside for Avodazara. Vaneva, that was actually worshipped for Avodazara. Vaestan was a gift to a, a prostitute. Mechir was exchanged for a dog. Vitomtum androgynous, and an animal that's a tomtum androgynous. Uh, they have a din toma of begadim abesablia. And Rebbe Lezer Omer, tom to my jokiness, aim it time begadim abesablia. Why shall you Rebbe Lezer Omer, kamakim shenemer zachar in the keva? If it says the word zachar in the keva by, like it does by animals, so then then you're right. At the moti tom to my jokiness bebinim, then. There is no din tumtum androgynous is absorbed. For oath, by birds, it's an interesting thing. When it talks about bird offerings, we don't make a distinction what gender the bird is. It's 
all birds are a bird, okay? They're the same halachically. It doesn't have to be male or female, okay? So, is not even excluded altogether. Um, so, basically, um, that in that se- so, so that's the that's the halacha that he's saying. So, basically, we're talking about malika of kachim of of inirva, and we said that Tanakama holds that a tumtum androgynous bird is. Um, is uh, which basically it's like a din of a novella because it's not it's not fit again the only reason why we would have a din tuma is because it's not fit as a carbon so when you do a malika it's a novella and if you eat it it makes you din tummy. but over here it's a kosher carbon according to him because it never mentions anything about male or female at all when it comes to birds. birds. The only by other animals, male and female is mentioned. So it has to be definitely male and definitely female, which excludes tumtum androgynous, and therefore it's not valley. It's not. It's not a thing. But uh, um, so you, what you see is at least Reb Liezer and the Tanakama of Reb Liezer, They're both saying that in an animal, when it comes to tumtum androgynous they are not considered male in that sense because it's not a zaharvade. So even though by man, by humans, we do consider them uh, in a man in, a, in as many ways, but not when it comes to animals. All right, anyway. We stop here. We make the end of the top. It's fine.